I am pumped up. I am pumped up. That's right. The horror movie Avengers have returned again for another episode of Versus, baby. That's right. Oh, shit. Killer Clowns are here. That's right. <laughs> Welcome, Killer Clown. Oh, yeah. We got Mr. Tony of the Dead in the house. DJ Anubis. Owen from the Action Elite. That's right. Nicholas, director of Genevieve. That's right. We have the, the Prestige is, is here. That's right. Aaron, Cult of Cinema, and Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. I invite them on the panel because they make me smarter. And we have martial arts action stunt man and most importantly huge horror fan alex chung how you doing my friend welcome back on the channel man oh yeah oh yeah and now now that you're here that's it you're, we have kidnapped you and you will be here every week until uh until october's <laughs> over i don't know if you knew this it's in the contract i contacted your manager <laughs> uh but yeah man thanks for hanging out with us and talking horror today let's see who we got here in the house Movie Dojo Army showing up. Jake Hall, what's going on? Eric Plantier, the sexy sumo. <laughs> he says, O'Doyle rules. <laughs> sexy sumo right there. All right. Omegon32, why am I a mod? I made you a mod, my friend. <laughs> so you can have the power. You have, I'm granting you power, sir. John Martinez in the house. Robert, oh shit. Norrin Red, Heather Love, saying what's up, Movie Dojo Army, and the panels that we have here. Panel guests, Kevin Lambert in the house, Landon Null, oh shit, we got everybody trickling in to talk horror and celebrate slasher, slasher dumb, that's right, I created a new word, I patented it, it's copyright. <laughs> so we're going to talk two slasher icons going head to head today. In remake form, which movie did it better is the discussion of the day. And you know how Versus works, you know. Uh, Alex, you've watched Versus before, correct? I have watched a few to prepare myself. Right, to prepare yourself. <laughs> so we'll talk about Halloween first, good and bad. Then we'll talk about Friday the 13th, good and bad. And then we will vote at the end. And only one shall win and remain number one for the week. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it here. I will go foist. Halloween came out 2007, directed by everyone's favorite horror movie director, Rob Zombie. That's right. <laughs> John Carpenter is also a huge fan of this man as well. Uh, you know, here's, here's the thing. Um, I don't hate the movie. There's, there's actually some things I do like about it. Uh, some of the casting, really good, actually. Uh, I like Malcolm McDowell as Loomis. I like Brad Dorff as Sheriff Brackett. You know, and Tyler Maine, he's a fucking beast as, as Myers. I enjoy him as well. But, you know, when I rewatched it recently, <laughs> I forgot how many cameos were in this movie. It's insane. It is so insane, the cameos, man. I mean, look at this. Look at this. D. Wallace, Sid Haig, Sybil Danning, Ken Forey. I mean, and I mean, it just keeps going. Bill Mosley, Danny Trejo, Udo Kier. Clint Howard. I mean, this is like insane. And of course, you know, Danielle Harris is also fun. Uh, she's having fun being in the movie as well. But, uh, you know, this is this is this is my take. I, we got a huge panel of awesome guests here. I don't want to talk too long. Give these guys a chance to speaketh. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm torn with this movie. I don't hate it, but I'm torn with it. And the reason why I'm torn with it is the first time I watched it, I, I wanted something different. So when we get the whole 
backstory of Myers, you know, young Myers, you know, killing his whole family, showing how much of a douchebag, you know, <laughs> his stepfather, William Forsythe is. And I'm a, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a big William Forsythe fan. So he was perfectly casted as the, the worst stepdad ever here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting this. So, all right, this is interesting. I don't know if I like it or not, but it's interesting trying to create a backstory for the iconic slasher. So I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. And to be honest, when the movie got from the middle of his escape towards the end of the movie, when it followed beat for almost beat for beat, just like the original, I got bored. The movie kind of lost me. And this is this is this is the shit I like. I want to see badass title main, you know, ru- you know, wreck shop, kill motherfuckers, hunt people down, and and do his thing. But I just kind of just check out because I'm like, okay, I'm also just watch the original now. So I'm very torn. So now that was the first time I watched it. So I recently watched it. This is five billion years later now, and I re- recently just rewatched it yesterday. And. I kind of still feel the same way, to be honest. I feel the same way about the movie, except this time, I don't really appreciate that much him trying to create a backstory. At first, I was like, this is interesting. Let's see what happens. But now when I watch it, now I'm just like, well, now you just took out kind of like, you're kind of killing the mythos of the character, I feel. Like, the whole fear aspect is you don't know why he's evil. Evil's just evil. You know what I mean? Like... That's what was cool and, and scary and creepy about the original was that there was no reason why Little Myers just went ape shit and killed, you know, his sister and stuff like that because he's evil. You have that, that iconic speech from uh, Donald Pleasance explaining the evil. And that is, I feel, is the heart of Halloween and why the original works so well. But in this movie, we're trying to explain it now. I, I feel like Rob... Uh, you know what this feels like to me? This feels like Alien Covenant. All right. Wrigley Scott's trying to do something different, but then the studio comes in and goes, no, no, no. We got to bring in the fans. You got to make it just like the old aliens. You got to shoot the alien out of the chute you know, from the aliens. The Sigourney Weaver movie. We got to keep it. You know. And I feel like, this is what I feel like with this movie. I don't know if there was studio interference or not, but I feel like the second half is just, we've been here before. Uh, the main actress that played Laurie Strode, she's very good at screaming. You know, good job. She screams a lot. And <laughs> at the end of the movie, when she shoots Myers in the face after he tackles her. Now, she, you know, she should have been dead or knocked out. Come on now. Big ass Tyler Mayne tackling her <laughs> out of the house. And I mean, come on. She should have been injured or something, but she was fine. But after she shoots him in the face, she freaks out and screams a lot. And then it cuts straight to the credits. I kind of laughed. I was kind of laughing at this. I was like, Pfft. So I don't know. I don't know. I know there's a lot of fans. There's a lot of fans for this movie, and that's great to each his own. Uh, but I don't. I like parts of it. I like parts of it. I don't hate it um, as much as I hate the remake of The Fog, <laughs> which is fucking atrocious. All right, uh, DJ Anubis. Uh, well, you hit on a lot of points. He's, the cast in this is amazing. Uh, they, he didn't even. Spared no sense on anyone in there. So it's like everyone and everyone's in this film. But, uh, you know, Rob Zombie's like hit or miss with me with movies. So 
this to me was one of his hits as far as like enjoyability. <laughs> uh, I, I, unlike you, I actually like the backstory. I, I like the fact that he dug deep into it and some people will hate it, but the whole like, you know, Michael being bullied and then the house problems with his domestic, you know, issues with his parents and all that stuff. Uh, I thought that was a nice little angle to have. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, there's not a whole lot of complaints for me. I mean, it's not breaking any new ground, but then again, I didn't really expect it with this film. So, uh, yeah, there's not much more I can add to that. It's just, I thought it was well acted. Rob doesn't hold back with like, you know, his act. He's very good director when he wants to be, but some films make us some don't. I thought this was okay. All right. Copy that. And I'm sure we can all agree that this is a lot better than the second one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though Halloween two has, has a cult fan base building. Kevin, I saw Kevin Lambert. He said he liked it. Halloween (laughs) two. Oh, wow. All right. That's interesting. (laughs) All right. To each his own. Alex Chung. Um, well, I'm going to echo everyone with uh, my favorite thing about this movie is the cast. Um, for me, like a big part of the enjoyment is just seeing all those familiar faces. Otherwise, I feel like it would have been uh, it would have felt a bit flat. Um, and yeah, I you guys have already hit on a lot of points uh, that I was thinking and feeling like the first half versus the second half, because really, it really is like two different movies slapped together. Um, I mean, fundamentally, I think a lot of us agree that giving Michael Myers a backstory is just fundamentally not a great idea. But I think for me, once I got over the hurdle of, of that and just accepted that, okay, we're going to tell this story. So let's just see how the execution is. Um, yeah. It's not really breaking new ground. Um, but I actually kind of, upon reflecting on this movie, appreciate in a weird way that they humanized Michael Myers, at least at some point in his life. Like instead of like, he's always been this soulless thing at one point he was like you and me. So just kind of thinking about that fall and how like you can get from that extreme to that extreme was a, was a bit interesting for me once I kind of geared my mentality towards accepting that. But of course I always prefer the mystery. Um, The second half actually, um, I thought the second half was pretty interesting until the, the final chase. And I've noticed I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but for me, like I, I do really like a lot of Rob Zombie's movies, but he often loses me in the third act. Like when it becomes just the chase and it's just, we're going through the motions. It's hard for me to stay interested. I don't know. Like the tension isn't there for me or maybe, maybe it's just me, but uh, often he starts to lose me towards the end, which is really a shame because that's kind of the last impression I have when I finish a movie, even though I have good memories of the first two acts. Um, but overall, like I, I did enjoy it um, again because of the cast and also uh, allowing myself to dive into the backstory and go along this ride, and then seeing how different the remake aspect is. Like I like how Laurie Strode is is a lot more fun um, instead of just like oh, I got to study. Like she seems to have a little more life to her. I thought she was I thought she was pretty good. All right, copy that. This is an interesting comment. I have to highlight this. Omega uh, likes both Rob Zombie movies versions better than 2018, which is a disappointment. Look at that. <laughs> Check that out. That's interesting. All right. Cult of Cinema. Me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit. No, the guy next to you. <laughs> then, um, then everybody and some people with this one. So the first time I saw this movie, I'm not going to lie, didn't like it. 
uh, basically because the whole concept behind Halloween originally and behind the whole series is he's the boogeyman. He's evil. We don't know why. That's literally what makes him scary. There's nothing scary but a whiny little brat with horrible parents. That's like, that's not scary. That's the opposite of, of being scary. It's the opposite of doing what Halloween does. And I can understand doing your own thing. Fantastic. Go out there, do your own thing. Be a rock star. But uh, Rob Zombie needs a filter. Uh, and this is a problem that he has on a lot of his films. I feel that he hires the same people all the time. There's an amazing cast in this film. And you'll notice that this amazing cast is in almost every one of his films. Because he hires the same people. He's got a, he's got a troop of people, which is kind of cool. Fantastic. Some of them are miscast. <clears throat> I really, really think that I love Scout Taylor Compton. I am she is amazing in like so many movies. I liked her in the runaways, for instance. That was really good. Uh I thought she was okay in this, but she wasn't given a lot to work with. But one of the biggest crimes of this film that I gotta mention, and I'm surprised nobody's mentioned this, is Rob Zombie started as a musician. He started, you know, with White Zombie and then he did his his own solo stuff. And for a guy that does music, the score of this is bad. Mm. It, it's really bad. Uh, the first time you hear the Halloween theme song, we don't hear it very often, but mm-hmm. the first time you hear it is when little Mikey is running outside of the school because he's upset. What a horrible placing for the Halloween theme song. Completely then agree. there's that Love Hurts thing, which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I think it's meant to be like give you an emotional feel or something like that. It doesn't. It's funny as hell. You got him like on the steps while his mom's stripping to love hurts. Like I love seeing Daniel Roebuck and stuff. I like seeing Sybil Danning doing things of uh, mercilessly like short. The one thing I had to do when I came to watch both these films was which version was I going to, was I going to choose because both of these films have separate versions. So I decided, well, it's the director's vision. Let's go with the director's cut of each of these films. And there is some very seriously messed up stuff in the director's cut of Rob Zombie's Halloween, including a very unnecessary assault that is his reason for getting out. Like in the theatrical cut, if you've only seen the theatrical cut, guys, amazing. What a great escape. If you've seen the director's cut, oh my God, what horrific thing. So basically, for those that haven't seen it, the really slimy guard calls up his friend because a new girl, a new inmate, has been brought into the asylum, and they bring her into Michael Myers' room and the assault her. And this turns out to be the reason for his escape. Not only is it done and it's, and it's tasteless, but it goes on far too long. It makes no sense, and it's like it's, like it's there just to be gratuitous, or like, look how edgy I am. Oh, cool, Rob. You know, we're, you're, you're past 12 now. You can get over the whole, like, look how edgy and emo I am thing. Now, this being said, I like Rob Zombie. I love Lords of Salem. I think that's a fantastic film. I thought he did a great job with that movie. It was very different from his other films. He took some chances. When he takes chances, when he does things that are different, and like Lords of Salem, he does some great stuff. When he does things like 31, it's it's crap. But uh, there are things that I did like about the film. So I toyed a lot of things I didn't like. <clears throat> I liked overall this, surprisingly, I loved Malcolm McDowell as Dr. Loomis. I thought he did a great job. He really, like, he had to come into, like, some big, big shoes there, made it his own, 
did his own Malcolm McDowell type of thing. Uh, this will get wasted, by the way, in Halloween 2, because what the hell? <laughs> but fantastic in Halloween 1. He's Loomis in Halloween 1. He's not in Halloween 2. Uh, <clears throat> and we get, of course, uh, Scout. I lo- like Scout. Uh, I don't think she had a lot to do. I like Scout. I like Tyler Maine. I do think that he was playing Jason more than he was playing Michael Myers, though. I think that Rob Zombie was probably chosen for the wrong franchise. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, perfectly made for Rob Zombie. Maybe even the Friday 13th, made for Rob Zombie. Halloween, this, you know, it's a psychological thriller, like early slasher, came up in the ranks, not a Rob Zombie film. So, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. <laughs> All right, copy that. Um, good point about the soundtrack, too. Aaron, that was a good point. It just seemed kind of like, oh, it's time to throw in the theme song now for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> just throw like, it in there. Um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, since you just recently watched the unrated version, I heard, Aaron, that uh, really the only good thing about the unrated version was they actually uh, showed uh, Loomis, his character, as being a little bit more caring in that is. version than the first one. No, I watched them both. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, I watched them both, but I just I'm going on the on the unrated version because it's the yeah. No, I was just curious if that was true or not because that's what some people were saying. There was there was at least that in the unrated. Yeah, there's more scenes with like the, with Loomis and the okay and and the kid. Not okay. that the kid's a great actor, but <laughs> there's more scenes there. <laughs> All right, copy that, Owen. Yeah. Well, the original Halloween is pretty much top five of all time for me. I absolutely love it. So whenever I heard that they were doing a remake of it, I thought it was sacrilege. And I was like, how dare you? You won't do better than John Carpenter, so why are you trying? But uh, then I, I saw it, and um, I think I was right. Uh, Rob Zombie has this uh, obsession with making all of his characters white trash. And like all they do is just swear constantly. Like Everybody and everything is ugly. Like The world is ugly. So therefore, Michael Myers doesn't really stand out as particularly evil because everybody is like, you know, just a piece of shit in these movies. Um, yeah, particularly R- Richie here from Out for Justice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's a good one. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, although there's some interesting ideas, I hate demystifying a character like Michael Myers. I don't need to know, uh, like Aaron said, that's the whole interesting thing of Michael Myers is that he's evil. And the fact that like he's making his family white trash is sort of like, Oh, well, we're trying to justify why he's evil. And I was like, it just cause your family is trash doesn't make it okay for you to become a serial killer. But the fact was <laughs> in the original, his family was nice, you know, and it was more shocking because he was this evil for no reason. And he came out of nowhere, you know, and th- that was more shocking. There's nothing shocking uh, or scary about this movie. It's just sort of one unpleasant thing after another. Um, like I said, the acting in this movie is probably better than the original. I mean, yeah, I'll say that the acting in some, the original isn't the greatest in some parts, but this isn't, I mean, like, after I've watched this movie, I need to have a bath afterwards because you just feel <laughs> unclean. Uh, it's just, yeah, so, like I said, it, it has its moments. I, I like Malcolm McDowell as Loomis. I thought he was well cast. Um, there are a, a few interesting things, like Danny Trejo and some of the cameos, like Ken Forey as well. Uh, but generally, I do not like this. It, it's not a movie I watch that often. The unrated cut particularly is awful. There's no need for a rape scene in this movie. I was like, why is that in this movie? It adds nothing to it. 
So yeah, Rob Zombie's just too busy being obsessed with the unpleasant things rather than giving us people to care about. So there All you right. go. <laughs> and uh, I, I also want to throw this in. Um, come on now. Come on, Sherry Moon zombie stripping and all the brothers around there are bored as fuck. That's not realistic. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's my point, <laughs> Everybody's my like point. this. Everybody's like this. With Sherry Moon zombie stripping, I'm like, come on, this is fake. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, go ahead, brother. Um, I, honestly, uh, I thought the, the the first half of the movie was the most interesting stuff. Because uh, it was doing something different. I think this is one of the biggest movies that, like, if you take the Halloween name off of it, I thought it would have been a pretty good movie, but because it has such an attachment to Halloween and that's what it's called, Michael Myers' name and everything, it kind of ruins it a little bit, you know? Like like we were all saying, the mystique of the character and everything. I I like this idea of like dissecting uh, like a psychopath uh, kid and seeing like his evolution through time, but the fact that it's Michael Myers, you know, it's just, it gets rid of the mystique completely. And also Rob doesn't shoot Michael Myers, like Michael Myers in this movie. He um, doesn't use shadows or anything like that. He's, he's always, you're always following him. I feel like you're following him more than you are Lori most of the time, which is not Michael Myers. Like, you know, he usually comes out of the shadows or he, he pops up here and there while you're watching the scenes. And yeah. And after like, he breaks out of uh, the mental asylum or whatever. You follow him to his house. You see him get the mask and everything. That's part of the thing that was, uh, now look at the original, right? He escapes. Lori goes to the house, which this is, it's also in this one. But by that point in this movie, you already see Michael. You already know he's in the house. Now, in the original, she goes to the house and then you see his head pop up, uh, like a shadow of his head pop up out of the corner of the screen which is way more interesting. You're like, okay, so he's here. You know, we don't even see him get the mask. There's there's a lot more to think about in the original that Rob just shows you in this one, which is not Myers. All right, copy that. Oh, DJ Anubis, thank you, brother, for continuing to be a certified badass, my friend. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's go to interesting points, Nicholas, definitely. Tony. Halloween, brother. Um, this is probably the first time I watched it in a few years, and I remember liking it a lot. Um, especially the beginning, I thought, "Oh, that's interesting." You know, looking at how he was and grew growing up. Um, it's kind of weird to see Jenna naked in bed because that uh, his sister was the girl Jenny from Forrest Gump. If anybody didn't know that, uh, it was kind of weird, but, uh, I liked their boyfriend. I thought he was kind of, I felt bad. He's the only one I kind of feel bad that died in this movie. Anyway, you know, it's like, sorry, little dude. And then like, he gets fucking pulverized. Um, I too also think that if this was just a separate movie where growing up looking at, or uh, looking at this, him growing up, you know, cause like, even when, uh, what's his name comes into the bathroom when he's getting picked on, he's like, fuck you. And it's like, I'm thinking, what are you cursing at him for? He's on your side. You know, he knows he's punks are after them. And he's like, I said, fuck you. And it's like, okay, this kid's obviously out there. Let's, let's have the story go on him. And I remember seeing in the theater when he beat that kid to death with the, 
whatever the tree branch the way that kid dies and just slowly stops is very eerie even watching it now I, uh, that part i was like that goes right through me it's like so creepy you know uh, again, I, I agree with the soundtrack. It's a little out of out of place said thing, and I can't stand Love Hurts anymore. <laughs> like it was so much, and Fear the Reaper. I don't want to hear it anymore. You know, um, I I like uh, what's his name for the cast of Myers, but uh, Robert Mukes was also in the casting for it, so I would like to see what Robert Mukes would do because he's a really huge guy as well. Um, Reading about this, I also saw that Daniel Harris only got casted because uh, she agreed to show nudity. And Rob Zombie oh. didn't want anybody from the original movies in this. So that's why she got in this. Um, wow. And she agreed. I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> I'm okay. She got paid extra. I hope she did. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Like, I read some things about it. Uh, the whole... Um, Oh Christ! I can't remember now. the The rape scene that I did see that as well. I think you you didn't need it because I already hated that guard, you know, to begin with. And I, it, I think it just shows like how much of a, a creepy asshole he is, uh, and you didn't really need it. I think Danny Trejo. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Danny Trejo. He they left his part in with the him drowning in that because. Um, my um, Rob wanted to show how even after him caring for him all that time, he doesn't care. Like there's no remorse, there's no friendship or anything. So I that was, was good to you. Yeah, uh, it went on for too long. <laughs> I was good to you, Mikey. I was good to you, Mikey. You know, it's like he don't care. <laughs> what what'd you say? <laughs> you know, um, I think what's her name, Tyler. Scout, whatever her Scout name Taylor is, Compton. yeah, her. I think she she did a good job. She's very <laughs> likable, but all she did was scream to me, like yes. not to me, but like in this movie, that's all I felt like she just screamed the whole time. Um, I like the group of friends. I also do like how they kept some of the originals in this, like them yelling to him, like you know, being because this guy watching him perverted. Um, but what dumbfounds me in all these movies is like he's walking in daylight dressed like this not that far behind her nobody sees him like it's not even the shadows he's just like you know walking up and everything it's like it's i don't know i like i do like some of the casting i forgot sid Haig was in this so i got sad i was like oh there he is you know but he had a great part um the but yeah i, I Watching it this time, though, I got to be honest, I was like, I don't care if I ever see this again. I remember it being better. And I don't like little Michael Myers. <laughs> you know, I, I never liked that kid. I don't know. I think on, a, on his own, it would have been fine. But I just, I, I don't know. I just, then later on when he's there talking to him and, and, and everything's all fine, he's like, oh, you mean about my costume and stuff? It's like... I don't know. I just I, I found him annoying, and my biggest pet peeve in this is the two kids that they had, Tommy and and what's her name? I can't stand them. I can't stand Tommy Jarvis in this movie. I think he's the worst thing in the movie. All right, <laughs> his most annoying thing. Samurai, you know how we are with with uh, 
kids oh, yeah. in movies. I know. <laughs> he drove me crazy. Copy that. <laughs> All right. You, why, why does this shot make me laugh? I don't know why. Lori, you got to get off the fucking phone. I need to get to work. You going to take me to work? Come on. <laughs> hey, don't forget pepperoni. <laughs> I don't know why shot makes me laugh for some reason. <laughs> Eric. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's just say you had to include a backstory of Michael Myers. And I thought about this. And what I would have done is I actually would have doubled down on what Carpenter did in the first film. So the opening half hour, I would have focused on kind of like the... I would have targeted parents in this film. Like the existential Ooh. fear of parenthood. So the opening half hour, you, you basically set up the idealistic family unit. You have both parents got, you know, they're on their game in terms of like uh, uh, bringing in the money. They're successful. They're good parents. The older sister is a loving sister. Maybe maybe she gets a scholarship to a nice college and you get little Mikey. You can do various things with him, but maybe you just portray him as a normal kid. You know what I mean? And you have that for the opening half hour. And maybe, maybe people in the seats are looking around like, is there some other killer in this film or something? And then, you know, you drop it where Michael kills his sister. Bru- you have to make it brutal. Brutally kills his sister for no freaking reason. And that's the existential fear of, fear of parenthood. You do everything right, and it doesn't even freaking matter. Your son kills your daughter for no reason. So I would have really, like, laid that on strong. And then after that, you can have, like, the typical Halloween stuff. But I think, uh, you know, he, Zombie basically <clears throat> gives us, like, this psychology 101 basic explanation for it which is not really uh it's not it's not michael myers deserves more than that i'll just say that much and yeah everybody's bringing up the the obnoxious nature of uh, of zombies films i mean the, the scene that really just really grates on my nerves outside of the opening scene is the the first scene scout taylor uh taylor compton shows up and she she fingers the the bagel in front of her parents I mean, I don't know what daughter does this with their parents in the room, but that that just and that's the first time she shows up in the film, and I'm just like, man, like, it, where's Mike? <laughs> hey, Mike, are you in the back there? Can you take this girl out? So yeah, um, that's a problem. And I do think I actually do think Rob Zombie is actually a pretty good director in terms of the way his films look, and so he does some good stuff. The problem is that he has writing credits, and somebody needs to take those away from him. I think if, if they took that writing credits away from him, his films would get uh, exponentially better for the most part overall. Uh, and Sherry Moon Zombie, hey, Rob, you want to cast your, your lady in these movies? You cast her as a stripper, she should get naked. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. You cast, you cast her as a stripper, she should get naked. That's all I'm saying about that. And then, you know, like uh, Aaron said, the, the Halloween definitely fantastic point on the halloween theme i have that in my notes first time it shows up i'm like i'm like wow okay so we're playing that theme now of all times and then uh yeah it it almost feels like two like completely different films like fighting each other like you have this new backstory film and then like a film that mimics the older film together at the same time but i will say this every time i watch this film i've seen it probably three or four times now it annoys me a little bit less each time I see it, just because I'm used to it. I'm mm. like, okay, all the characters are going to be freaking obnoxious. I know this now. And the death scenes, I think, are pretty good in this. I like the death scenes in this. And I, I do kind of like the finale in terms of a... It goes on for like 20 minutes, at least. It's a nice, lengthy finale. There's some good violence in the film. 
And uh, I don't know. It just every time I see it, I'm like, ah, I like it actually a tiny bit more, just because my my hmm. standards keep lowering for it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not something to uh, uh, to really highly recommend. Okay, copy that. Uh, we got a comment here. DJ uh, Anubis is hot. Yeah, I'm gonna point that oh, out yeah. there. <laughs> shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> to, to shout out to DJ Neko. Shout out to Neko. <clears throat> All right. Oh, oh, they got a super chat. Hold on. Man, this thing is. I'm Joe Grizzly. <laughs> I know, man. Good boy. He's Get great. I ran into him at a convention. Very nice guy. I got my picture with him. That was way back in the day. Uh, super chat from Bo. Thank you, my friend. Uh, let's see. Were you just throwing a bone to the 24 people that liked Rob Zombie's Halloween? The Unholy was a better film. <laughs> Friday the 13th remake blows it in, blows it away. Okay. <laughs> Has anyone seen The Unholy? That is one of the worst horror films I've seen this year. Oh, it I'm is not. terrible. The Unholy. Which one? The oh, Unholy no, is that. terrible. It is one of the worst. Horror movies I've ever it's, seen this year, man. When if you Jeffrey it's worse Dean than Morgan, huh? It's a it's different kind of bad. It's a different kind oh. of bad. <laughs> um, but uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, if you ever want to see him phone in in a performance and be bored <laughs> and not care, watch The Unholy. All right, let's go ahead and go to Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine. Now this is my shit. Everybody knows Jason's my boy. Everybody knows. Uh, but let's, 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 let's bring it down a little bit here. So directed, uh, this came out two years after Halloween directed by Marcus Nispel, who is also responsible for, uh, uh, resurrecting, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was a hit, uh, when that came back out, uh, played by, uh, Andrew Birniarski as Leatherface, uh, starring who gives a shit. No one gives a fuck about anybody in this movie. I do <laughs> love Derek Mears though. Derek Mears is, is, is a beast. And I love him as Jason. Everybody else, don't really give a shit. I know uh, everyone probably watches this movie because they love, you know, Sam Winchester <laughs> from Supernatural. <laughs> He's in here. So if you want, if you want to make a, like a fan, a, a fan girl or fanboy uh, type movie, just imagine Sam Winchester from Supernatural at some point running into Jason Voorhees, <laughs> and he has to take him out. There you go. You can have some fun with that. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't matter who's in this movie. But let's 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 go ahead and talk about it here. So, um, when I first saw this film, I my reaction was, you know, I liked it. It was okay. I didn't love it, but I, I, it's like I liked parts of it, but I, I felt underwhelmed at the same time. And then that all changed after I got done watching Wes Craven's not Wes Craven's, but. Nightmare on Elm Street remake. After I watched that shit where I almost fell asleep in the opening credits. Are you fucking kidding me? This is another video. This is another video we can rant about New Nightmare or whatever the fuck. Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I felt sorry for Jackie in that movie. Yes, that movie introduced some interesting new concepts, but I was falling fucking asleep. Okay, so yeah. After New... Oh, there you go. Freddy's down there. After watching the Nightmare on Elm Street remake... Several years later, I decided to revisit Friday the 13th, the killer cut, and I actually liked it a lot more, you know. Uh, for a movie that basically takes elements from the first three films and, and, and displays that in this movie, that was different. I wasn't expecting that at all. And you, if you think about it, that could have been a fucking disaster. 
You know, just let's <laughs> take three movies and go. There you go. It'd be horrible. It can be a horrible travesty, right? I thought it was a fun movie, man. I was entertained with it. You know, I rewatched it recently for today's uh, verses. Uh, I enjoy the kills. I love. I love the way Derek looks as Jason in here, and Kane Hodder gave Derek his uh, blessing. By the way, that's right. Unlike the guy who played Jason in <laughs> Jason Freddy versus Jason, that's another video that we can talk about <laughs> another time. Even though I'm a fan of that movie, but yeah, Kane was kind of pissed off about that. But Kane and Derek are actually buddies, uh, so he he enjoyed his performance in this movie. And Sean Cunningham is actually uh, a part of this film as well. Uh, he is not ashamed of it, unlike John Carpenter is with Halloween. All right. <laughs> so what, what did I like about the movie? I enjoyed seeing mobile athletic Jason again. Because <laughs> as much fun as I have with ghoulish zombie Jason, which is fun because that's my boy. Yo, fast running Jason you're fucked. You're 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 you're, you're, you're it's over. It's you're over. It's, it's 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 game over, man. And I enjoyed seeing him move quickly. I enjoyed his underground lair. I thought that was fun. And you got to remember at this point, he's still man. He's not ghoulish zombie yet, <laughs> supernatural creature yet. So it's kind of like, hey, he's got his own little alarm system. <laughs> the lights come on outside. He's got the wires that, that ring the the bells. I like the underground lair. I like Jason, be, you know, using tools. I mean, come on. Jason used a motherfucking bow and arrow. Jason is Rambo in this movie. <laughs> Jason is Rambo and Batman in this movie, okay? Come on. I mean, I loved it. I enjoyed Mobile Jason because that would scare the shit out of me, something that big running at you <laughs> full speed i mean that you're, you're fucked it, it's, it's game over plot doesn't matter uh characters who gives a shit let's just get to the body count and what does this movie give you blood and boobs that's right a lot of bloops in this eye candy man you get some eye candy you get some cool hack and slash kills and probably one of the best kills in my opinion in the friday the 13th franchise the fucking arrow through the cop's eye through the door. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't remember any kills in the Halloween movie, and I just watched it. This kill is fucking phenomenal. And I couldn't find a GIF. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I, this was the only picture I could find. I'm like, dude, it's like the best kill in the movie. But yeah, this is fucking phenomenal, man. Fucking phenomenal. You know, and I just, I just enjoy the film, so... Is it, is it, is it, is it, would it be in my top five Jason movies? Eh, I don't know. My favorite will always be part six. Uh, but, you know, I just enjoyed it. You know, I, it was fun. I wasn't bored. You know, I wasn't looking at my watch saying, is this going to end? You know, so that's just my reaction to it. I'm sure everybody else in the panel hates the movie. So let's go. DJ Anubis. I fully expect a lot of hatery to come my way. <laughs> so uh, just to put this out there, I'm not the biggest Friday the 13th fan as a franchise. I like okay, Jason Voorhees. Let me get the ban character. button here. I'm banning <laughs> DJ Anubis right now. Click. I'm just kidding, man. Hey, it's all good, brother. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I like the character. I just The movies themselves, it's like, 
even more hit or miss and Rob Zombie for me. Uh, I think uh, Alexander Santos actually touched on it a little bit. I think part of it is the characters. Like you, you, you admitted that the characters really don't matter that much, and they don't. No. However, I kind of like like with Halloween, even though those characters don't matter, I'm at least interested in them. Like there's something there I can like and be interested in the movie. Copy that. Uh, outside of Jared Padalecki, uh, I knew nobody in this film for Friday the 13th. And I was just like, I was bored to tears. I mean, it's Jason doing Jason. I've seen this story before. So I'm kind of asking myself, why are we even doing this movie? There's nothing new to here. And uh, yeah, I just, I hardly remember anything. I Even the kills that you mentioned, I was just like... I'm blanking there with that. <laughs> you don't. You don't even remember this kill, man. Oh no, not this one. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> wrong clip. Is it a still? This one. This one. <laughs> you don't remember this one, bro? No. Nope. Wow. Especially what happens after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Copy that. He hates it. Awesome. Alex. Um, <laughs> what's interesting about this is it's almost the opposite experience I had with Halloween. When I first saw Halloween, I liked it. I didn't think it was great, but because it was a remake and because I knew what the concept was, my expectations were like subterranean. But um, over time, I I guess I find more and more issues with uh, Halloween as, as I rewatch it. And because I know a lot of Rob Zombie style, and we've all kind of said this, is it's very... Uh, I don't want to say thoughtless, but it's just blunt and dirty and it's a style, but a lot of it is unnecessary and gratuitous and just kind of, if you're into that, that's cool. But there's not, to me, there's not a lot of thought behind it. Like the origin of Michael Myers being just abusive family, you know, Um, with Friday the 13th, first time I saw it, I did not like it at all, save for like one or two things. But upon revisiting, I actually started to see like little details and nuances that I appreciate and seeing that, oh, there is actually some thought put into this, which I really wasn't expecting. Um, but, like, my opinion on either film hasn't changed that much, but I just noticed that they kind of they kind of went like this. So, like, my, I don't know, the remake is, by the way, I, I love the series, by the way, if you just want to know where I'm coming from. Um, it is nice to go back to basics after Jason X. As, as much fun as that movie was, it was <laughs> nice to kind of go back to, like, let's go back to the woods, let's go back to, you know, uh, Camp Crystal Lake and all that. And um, I'm a huge Mrs. Voorhees fan. And I understand why they had to fast track the first two movies because they want to get to that iconic Jason, right? Because mm-hmm. it's also for people um, who aren't really following the series, right? They just want to see what Jason's all about. And it's the latest movie. And it's, you know, it's, that's part of why they, they do remakes. Um, but I just, I just didn't like that they they did Mrs. Voorhees like that, that she was in it for like, I don't know, like a minute <laughs> um, at the most. Um, but I understand that's, it's just something personal that like, I would have, I would love to see like a Mrs. Voorhees trilogy personally. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the characters don't give a shit about them. Um, I guess the only character engagement I had was with Trent because I really wanted to see him get killed five times over. <laughs> and part of my disappointment was that I didn't see a very satisfying. I mean, not that the way he went out was was pleasant, but I just I just thought he was so uh, shitty that he was going to get like a glorious death. And uh, for me, it was a bit disappointing. And um, but actually, watching it again, I actually like the kills a lot more. 
Um, and and I know that you know you know you should the, the characters are just there to be killed. Um, so I got to have a little more fun with that. But kind of repeating what uh, DJ Nubus was saying is like it's kind of pointless. Um, like at least Halloween, even if it wasn't maybe not the right decision, tried to do a different kind of go in a different direction. Um, here it was kind of like, well, here's another mindless Friday Thirteenth Jason kills everyone movie. Um, but I do I do appreciate that he runs and that he's he's a, there's a little more sophistication and not just the killing but also the stalking elements. Um, and I don't think he's ever like kidnapped anyone before. Um, uh, but uh, in terms of like everything else, I think Jason is the best thing about the movie yes. and the reason to watch the movie. But everything else, I could give a shit about like the supernatural guy coming to save his sister. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Even though we spent the first 30 minutes like following her, which by the way, I will always laugh at that um, opening title. <laughs> um, but also um, <laughs> one last thing that kind of, I don't know, makes me shake my head is the, the very last scene when uh, he, he comes through the, yeah, he comes to the, yeah, it just, uh, I laughed so hard. <laughs> Um, because I remember being horrified at the ending of the first one. And to me, it's just like, this is what it's come to this. You know, I think remakes should, if not do something better, do something different. And here right. it's just like, well, this just, this is not even 0.001% as scary as like the original endings, you know, when, when uh, Jason comes out of the water. Well, so. what made it, what made it a little bit comical was <laughs> like he, he just, he looks like he's passed out. Like he's knocked out in the water and it was just like five seconds. He grabbed his mask <laughs> and swam back up real quick. In five yeah. seconds. That's what made it a little comical. So Yeah, it was definitely uh, comical. But, all right, uh, copy yeah. that. All right. But were you entertained, Alex? That's um, the question. I was mildly entertained. I think mildly some of the kills were cool, but it, it wasn't right. that memorable to okay. me, at least. Yeah. Copy that. Aaron? Okay, let's tell you what, say what I don't like about this one first. <clears throat> first off, I'm a huge Friday 13 fan. To the point when I was working with my school newspaper, I actually did a 13-page article on the Friday 13 films that came out to that period of time. All right. The soundtrack. Again, not great with this one. The, I'm missing the Harry Manfredini, the, the, you know, the, I'm missing that in the film. That really should have been in there. Uh, that I missed a lot. And the ending, too, I also thought I had issues with. Now, Here's where I'm going to swerve and be very different than everybody else. I like the characters. I thought there were some interesting characters in this film. Uh, not only do you have Gerard Pilecki, who, oh, yes, everybody knows him for su- from Supernatural, but Amanda Regan is in it, and I know her from The Mentalist, which I loved. And we got Daniel Panabaker from The Flash. And what's really, really good about this film is we get potentially <clears throat> two final girls so that we don't know for sure ah. till close to the end of the film that one of them's not going to make it out. We've seen like a lot of people make it out of Friday 13th films before. I think that the best cast in this film is the first 20 minutes. Those those characters that we see at the beginning of the film that get cut off and at you at first think, okay, this is the cast we're going to follow. I thought they were good. I thought they were pretty engaging. They were funny. Um, I didn't like the the drug guy, the you know the the whoop ass, you know, the kick ass guy. That guy was awesome. Uh, it was awful, <clears throat> but uh, loved 
loved Derek Mears. Thought he was fantastic yeah. in the role. He brought it back to the Richard Brooker style of Jason. So the kind of the more physical, faster Jason that that we got in uh not, we kind of got in part two, but we got it mostly in part three. And that's kind of where you see him coming from, is is Richard Brooker. Um, the kills are really good in this. We get a really, really good annoying douchebag. And you need an annoying douchebag in one of these films. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, why didn't he do something different with the film? Why didn't he go in a different direction? Why, you know, why make this like those other Friday the 13th films? Well, because any time that Friday the 13th has moved away from the formula that works, it's a formula that works. That's why there are so many of them that were that did well, it sucks. Uh, Jason goes to hell, sucks ass. Uh, here's the controversial one. Freddy versus Jason, horrible film. Uh, oh. Horrible, horrible. Oh. <laughs> Elizabeth. I'm, I'm sorry. Ban, honey. Ban, hammer. Ban <laughs> the hammer. Monica Kina, awesome. Freddy versus Jason, a horrible Friday 13th film. It's if you go fun. back and watch it as a Friday the 13th film, you're not going to like it as much it's because fun. it's a Jason film that just happens to have no, so Freddy film just happens to have Jason. Jason eight, he turns into a baby at the end because he took water <laughs> no, gun. No, and it's so this was <laughs> come on now to what we hadn't seen in a long time. This was getting back to pure Friday the Thirteenth. It gotcha. was the stock and slash, but it was updating it. We got to see more about Jason. Jason wasn't just this character that kind of showed up. We got to see the the tunnels. We got to see him kind of like to kidnap the girl to do some some different things. The kills were brutal as they should be. And a Friday the 13th film. That's the one I was going to mention, actually. The axe kill is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the the sequence right after that, where they want to go out, and he's like, they want to help him and save him. And he's like, he's in pain, and his friends are are there, and he want like, I got to go out, I got to go out, I got to save him. And he can't do it. And they're not stupid either, because police do come. It's not like some of the other ones were like, I guess we'll do this all on our own. No, a police officer does come, but he gets taken out. Um so the complaint in a lot of these films are, well, why don't they call the police? Why don't they do something like that? You rarely see that unless you're watching like the 1983 movie Hell Knight, which does a really good job of that as well. I'm a big slasher fan, if that, <laughs> that doesn't come out. Um, but they did a lot of stuff right here. A lot of stuff right. We got characters that are fun. We get The comedic characters are comedic in a way that's not overblown. Uh, especially the two kind of like the stoner characters. And when he goes there and he's like, I think I've... I've completed your ensemble. I love that. I thought that was fantastic. The guy was a douchebag, a huge douchebag, and you wanted to see him die. And eventually, he, you know, we do get to see him die. Maybe some people didn't think it was enough. The biggest complaint that some people had, and this one blows my mind, so i got to mention this one here, is I had people that said, that Friday the 13th movie, I can't believe it had so much nudity. Are you new? Have you not watched a Friday the 13th film before? Are you serious? Like, is there too much nudity in a Friday the 13th film? Did you see part five? Are you kidding me? So for anybody that ever said, that movie has, has too many boobs in it. That is too much nudity. There's no such thing. You've never watched a Friday the 13th film. You just complained. I don't believe you. All right. That was a fantastic film. Go ahead. All right. Copy that. Owen. Yeah, I actually really enjoy this one. I think it captures the the spirit of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. It's uh, it's got the right amount of humor and good kills. And um, sorry, is anyone else hearing a little loud, like background noise? It sounds like I'm trying to speak over like a huge fan or something. No, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. Because I can barely hear myself. You're good, man. Oh, okay. Um, but one kill which nobody's mentioned, which is actually my favorite kill, is the girl in the sleeping bag over the fire at the beginning, which is like, it's so cruel, but awesome, but also kind of a throwback to the earlier movies whenever he has, like, Jason has the guy in the sleeping bag and like fucks him off the tree repeatedly, <laughs> which is my favorite ever Jason kill. Oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> that was awesome. Uh, I like the fact that Jason is kind of smart in this one where he holds the axe in the guy and he's trying to draw them out uh, and like he's actually fucking with them uh, and I like that that he's using his brain and uh, you know he just he's not just there just to to kill he's you know got got a brain behind him uh, like Daniel Panabaker I like Sam Winchester I thought he was all right in it uh, I thought he was all right um, what else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was okay. I, I prefer it. It's got a sense of fun. It feels like the other movies. Like, where, where Halloween doesn't feel like the original Halloween movies, really. I thought this feels and captures the spirit. And uh, like I said, lots of nudity, some good kills. Uh, so works for me. And there were some, you know, some throwback moments for fans too, Aaron. Like, uh, you know, him going through the window, crashing through the window, grabbing uh, Jared. That was from part two. You know, there was little things here and there that was fun for fans. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, yeah, in my opinion, it has something, a big thing over Halloween, which is it's fun. I mean, it's rewatchable. I, this Halloween is not rewatchable, in my opinion, at all. Um, I didn't rewatch it for this. So, um, <laughs> but this is probably one of my favorite Jason movies, uh, honestly. Uh, probably part six. And Freddy versus Jason too, because I mean I'm a Freddy guy over Jason. So, <laughs> but yeah, then this one probably. Well, Freddy versus Jason is, is the number one, just because it's a Freddy movie, and that's why I put that. But yeah, I mean I don't know. You guys kind of said it all for, for this one. I mean it's it's just a basic slasher movie, and it has Jason in it, which is a very cool Jason, very different type of Jason. Yeah, I like that the uh, how they explained like like the teleport thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, Jason must teleport because he just like gets from here to here." But the whole underground tunnel thing, I thought that was interesting and a cool way to explain how he gets from here to here so fast. Yeah, I thought it was a realistic take on Jason. So yeah, I liked it. All right, copy that, Tony. Um, Hold on, Tony. Hold on, Tony. Really quick, does anybody know? why this did not get a sequel because whether you loved it or you hated it it was a hit when it came out it did very well and no sequel Does how long is the lawsuit been going on yeah. oh is that what's is that what happened <laughs> yeah. oh shit no okay. i heard they were gonna i heard the sequel they were thinking about making it a found footage too Ugh. there was a couple different sequels that were in the works there was a 3d one there's a found footage one uh, mm-hmm. It did really good at the beginning. The drop off was really quick, and there was a okay. really substantial drop off for for Friday Thirteenth. Unfortunately, when it came out, I unfor- I remember like how fantastic. Oh, look how great it's doing this week! And within within a week or two, it had dropped off a lot, okay. and um, that had probably slowed it down. And Sean Cunningham is not exactly a huge fan of his movies or oh. or, uh, or Jason, even though oh, he wants wow. to keep everybody else from making them. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. well, then he so shouldn't lawsuit. accept the checks. I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. Really. Um, I saw this in the theater, and I was 
I was looking forward to it back then. Uh, same thing with uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I saw that in a the theater twice in the same day, and I, I love I love that one as well. But uh, as far as remakes go, I think this is one of the better ones. Um, I'm also more uh, of a of a Jason fan over Michael Myers, but I still like Michael Myers. I like Michael Myers more than his movies that he's, you know, mm. um, Jason, I, again, this is like fast zombies. Like at least if a zombie is slow, I have a chance. If they're running at me, I'm fucked. Jason's running at me. I'm fucked. I probably fucked either way, but Jason running is pretty scary, especially a big dude like that. Um, I like being thrown off by the original cast in the beginning because when you first see it, it's like, oh, that's an you know likable cast. You know, they're funny. Um, the one guy is uh, from Superstore in here, which I didn't. Superstore didn't exist at the time, but now rewatching it again for today, I was like, I forgot he was in this, and it was like such a different character. Like he's cursing, he's like when he's like looking at the girl and she's like touching herself, and he's like, I'm gonna fuck you. Like like that, it was funny, and then the other guy's like, he's like, you just get out of here with your stupid shit already. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna go, and then, um, you know, I I felt bad for those characters because I liked them a lot, and plus that guy from Superstore, not only did he have a bear trap on on his leg, but then he has that axe in the head, which was an awesome kill, and the girl roasting alive, like it was just such a brutal like first cast. It's like oh shit, and as far as him kidnapping the girl. Being that this Jason, I think, is more intelligent, I think maybe he is keeping her to, you know, breed for all you know. You know, I mean, Jason's got to get some. Who knows? You know, he's in the woods all by himself with his mother's fucking head. You know, the bitch is getting old looking. But uh, he's uh, in, in the underground shit. That's pretty cool. Uh, Daniel Panabaker was a big shock that she dies like that yes. that was like i was like no what you know was, and of course for, i knew her from at first i don't because i don't think the flash was on in 2009 right no, no see no. i i knew her from sky high mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and i was like oh i like her and then she gets killed and it's like oh shit and i might be the only person that has seen um the um winchester in this before actually watching Supernatural. Because when I watched Supernatural, I was like, oh, that's the guy from Friday the 13th. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but after a while, I did stop caring. He's looking for his sister, to be honest. Like, it was just like, I'm looking for my sister. I'm looking for my sister. Um, and I like the douchebag in it. I think, not like he's a likable guy, but like he's playing a douchebag. You hate him. You want him to die. He played a good part. But he was also kind of funny where they were like, he's like, you want, are we going to be friends now? Is that what you want? He's like, yeah. Is that it? like you think that they're going to like kind of like joke around and be friends actually? And then he's just not. He's like a douchebag like the whole time. He's just so funny. And then he ends up uh, having sex with that girl who, in my opinion, is the second best pair of boobs in the entire franchise. <laughs> Number one is Deborah Voorhees to me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I also my favorite character in here though is Chewy. I I think he's very likable. I would love to party with him. Uh, I would not want to drink out of his sneaker though. <laughs> but uh, it's just so it it was just like a fun bunch uh, you know group of people and and uh, 
I felt genuinely bad when he got killed. She was probably the most, but, uh, I have, I, I enjoy this every time I watch it. I've watched it a few times. Uh, I don't know what my favorite kill would be though. I think they're all pretty neat. I do think the douchebag should cha- uh, What's his name? Trent. Trent. I was going to say Chad. <laughs> Trent. Uh, I think Same. he should have had a better death, but, uh, you know, it was still nice to see. <laughs> um, and I was, and it's, it's a shocker to see that, uh, you know, the sister is still alive and all that shit, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I still like it watching it nowadays. Um, and again, rewatching it now, I, there was stuff I forgot. So, and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed watching it again. Wasn't, uh, Dean Winchester. Wasn't he in another horror remake himself? Yeah, my bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine. That's right. That's mm-hmm. Oh, and, and what Aaron said, where you don't hear the, you actually do really quick when he first finds his mask. Oh yeah, huh. you're right. Yeah. It's like very quiet but like he pulls that back goes it's like kind of like ooh, here we go he got the mask on which i also my one of my favorites is part two so i like also that he has the the cloth around his face and then they transfer it over to the mask that's pretty cool all right copy that that's it eric (laughs) yeah i'm probably a little bit more lenient on this one uh, I think the Halloween franchise, like the best Halloween film has been made. But Friday the 13th, its reliance on violence obviously was stilted by the frickin' MPAA for most of its uh, history. And, uh, you know, I really feel like the best Friday the 13th movie still has not been made yet. I mean, I want something with copious amounts of atmosphere and just horrendous violence in it. And if somebody would hire Panos Cosmatos to direct a Friday the 13th film... I think we would get that, the director of Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. But I think uh, that's probably I'm a little bit wild. <laughs> um, yeah, but this one, it's it's pretty good, I think. I think, again, it, it really is carried by its violence and its death scenes, which I think do deliver. The act scene, really solid. Uh, there's a number of good, good death scenes in this, which I can appreciate. Like Aaron said, I think the uh, it really the, the score kind of hurts it a little bit. Um, and uh, it just hit. There's something I'm trying to like pinpoint. There's something that the earlier films had that this does not. And I think the score is one element. And I would I would like to see a little bit more focus on like atmosphere. I think the lighting's maybe a little bit too restricted by realism. I like to see them open that up a little bit. But uh, actually, one uh, humorous element to this, you could interpret the film in some ways as. Jason protecting his stash of marijuana, which is quite amusing. No. And uh, Richard Berge is in this. No one's re- mentioned my boy, Richard Berge, who was in the uh, the Sentinel, the sci-fi uh, series <clears throat> from back in the day. I think he was also in one of the Hostel films. I, I always like seeing him in movies. I kind of wish he had more, more screen time in this. He played the cop in this. But, uh, yeah, it would have been nice if he got more screen time. Characters, I understand the genre tropes. It's one genre trope I've never really understood that much. I would prefer if the characters were just a little bit more likable, but that's just me. And uh, yeah, I think it's just overall, it's just a pretty good, pretty good slasher flick. Uh, the ending again is dodgy, like you guys have said. I agree with that. But uh, overall, if you compare it to like the average slasher flick, I think it delivers enough to be to be satisfying. All right, copy that. Let's see here. 
You know, it's funny. Uh, before we vote, we give it, we do our vote action here. What's funny is somebody sent me a message and said, uh, you know, uh, I love uh, Myers and Halloween way more than the Friday Thirteenth movies. I was like, I was like, oh, cool, that's awesome. And uh, th- then the person says, the reason why, <clears throat> and he says, I love the Myers movies, all of them, because they stay serious till the end. Unlike the Friday the 13th movies that go kind of goofy. And I was just like, have you seen Halloween Resurrection? Halloween 5 with the goofy, prop, <laughs> the goofy cops who show up. Yeah. With Busta Rhymes wearing the Myers mask. He's talking to Myers. It's fucking hilarious. So I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's a good defense that all of them remain serious till the end. Uh, but to each his own. All right. Time to vote. All right. DJ Anubis. The fog. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to go there with that one. Uh, I like both horror icons a lot. Uh, ironically, Jason X and Freddy versus Jason are my favorite of the entire series, and they yeah. just because they do something different. Uh, the problem here is. While Aaron and, and Tony and the rest of them made some good points about the Friday the 13th, 2009, I still think it's just so much run by the numbers that I, it's so forgettable for me. I just I can't remember hardly anything from it. And while neither movie is like a barn burner, I at least give credit to Zombie for trying something different and approaching it differently. And it maybe not hit on all cylinders, but he was trying to do something. And that sometimes goes a long way with me when I watch modern horror movies. Uh, neither one of these are going to be my top ten at any point in my life, so it won't matter. But uh, as far as these two are concerned, Halloween is my pick. All right. Copy that. You stick it to his guns. I like it. I like it. Alex? Yeah, this was a tough one, but also part of why it was so much fun and why I wanted to hop in on this one, because it's like, oh, piss and shit. Like, which one <laughs> do I pick? Um, uh, I'm going to have to go with Halloween, uh, despite the fact that I've said that, you know, over time, my opinion of Halloween lowers and my opinion of Friday 13th rises. I'm kind of part of it is because I like the underdog, especially in this case. But also part of it is like when I'm watching either movie, like in terms of like the viscera and in, in terms of how much I get into it, you know, um, I enjoyed some of the kills and I enjoy the thought put into a lot of the decisions in Friday the 13th and how it. Uh, you know, talking about formulas that work, how it just goes back to basics and just aims to do it really well and not tries to be overcomplicated. Um, I just think about certain scenes in Halloween that I really like watching, like um, seeing the kind of cam footage of a young Michael Myers, like with the mask on in the, in the, in the institution with Michael McDowell's voiceover talking about, you know, like his transformation and kind of the, that atmosphere that, that uh, I get from it. And even like the rest of the cast, even if Ken Forey was only in it for like the blink of an eye, his charisma and just his character, like just little moments like that for me um, were more enjoyable um, rather than kind of the run of the mills um, nudity and kills, which I, I appreciate, but I think uh, it's just a, for like, I love slashers, but I guess, when I watched it, and even when I rewatched it, Friday Thursday the remake just made me wish I was watching the the originals, as goofy as they are as well. Um, and I I too love Freddy versus Jason and Jason X, um, but uh, like 
when I think of a slasher uh, that blows me with its kills, I think of like um, I don't know who here has seen it, but I think it's called Stitches, where it's a it's a clown. Um, Stitches, yeah. That movie has like just insane kills, and <laughs> I absolutely loved it. So there you go. It just it just makes me think of stuff like that. So I'm gonna yep. have to go with Halloween just from an enjoyment factor. All right. I think that's All on right. Shutter now too. Stitches is is pretty oh funny. awesome. It's pretty funny, Aaron. I know you're going to be super surprised with, with my choice. Ooh, All right. suspense. No, you won't be. Actually, uh, <laughs> Halloween by Rob Zombie is a, I'm going to be honest, it's a badly written film. It's uh, overall got a fantastic cast of people that are miscast in this movie. Ken Frey is wasted in a throwaway scene, which... Don't even get me started with, with Weird Al in part two. But for part one alone, <laughs> the pace is horrible. The acting's bad from the, with the kid. Like right from the beginning with the, I'm not listening, eh, type thing. I wanted to tune out right there. And then you get downstairs with the, I'm going to skull fuck you, bitch, type thing. And I'm like, you know what? None of these people at all I like. I don't care about anybody. I don't like them. The most likable character in this entire film isn't even Dr. Loomis. You know, you know who it is? It's the mom until she kills herself. Um, and then I've got no one at all. Like, I felt sorry for the mom. But I didn't like anybody in this movie, and it just felt dirty, like, and not in the good way. Uh, it just <laughs> felt like I just wanted to... Oh, and it felt so bad. I felt so bad watching this film as a Halloween fan. It is not a Halloween movie. It's a movie, and people will always say, well, this would be a, you know, people would like this better if it wasn't called Halloween. Would you really, though? Like, because that kid's still a nine. It's still going to end the same way. It's still going to get that sequel that it had. So does it work even if it's not Halloween? And for me, and this was a test for me, no. No, it doesn't, because the score's still bad. The, the scenes are still laughably done, uh, the love hurts thing is one of those things that'll go down as being one of those laughable memes. So it'll be down there in the years to come. Like you know, oh man, oh god, remember that? <laughs> so it's gonna be like that. It's, be like one of those it's badly done. Here's a guy that can direct stuff. Uh, not uh, not always great, and he always goes a little bit overboard. Devil's Rejects, Lord of Salem. That's his best work. That's the best stuff that he's done. But I feel like he's been chasing uh, the Texas Chainsaw like thing. In every single film, I understand he's a carny. He grew up that way, but not. You gotta have likable characters. You gotta have people that you can invest in. You gotta have somebody that you can like. And as you know, as says, could as cookie cutter as some of the characters can be in Friday the Thirteenth. They're fun. They're they're cool. They're when the guy gets hit with the axe, you feel bad for him. Richard Burgi, I'm glad you mentioned him because he is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> What's really cool, if you ever watch the vi video for King of Wishful Thinking, the music video, just a slate aside, the lead singer looks just like Richard Burgi at that point. <laughs> Check it out. Um, but uh, loved the way that Friday was done. I thought it was really underrated. I thought that people really undersold it as a, uh, as, as a film. People look at slasher films a lot and they'll say, well, okay, this is a slasher film. It's easy to do. I grew up uh, like in the 80s. Uh, I watched the slasher films as they were going through. Trust me. There's a lot of bad slasher films. It's not easy to do. It looks like it's a simple formula, but there's so many bad, boring pedestrian ones. 
this does get it right in all the right places that it should. And I feel like that this would have been really successful as a sequel or as even even like kind of a, a prequel done 10 years before. But it came out at a time when I think it wasn't the best time for, uh, for this movie. But uh, it's an easy, easy vote to choose Friday the 13th because it is company directed by Marcus Nispel and Rob Zombie loved you with Lords of Salem hated your direction with this alright copy that uh, before we go to Owen before I forget we do have a guest vid vote Master Chaos hey you're from the neighborhood Master Chaos here I'm sorry I can't be with you guys on tonight's verses uh, but uh, Fat Samurai guy says send in a video so here I am sending in that video this is one hell of a versus um but one that uh, honestly is an easy one for me i hate rob zombie's vision of michael myers i really dislike what he did with the character so 100 percent, my vote goes for the friday the 13th remake i thought it was really great combined the first three movies um and gave us what we wanted michael myers killing people in the woods naked girls I like it. It's it's perfect. Uh, I don't know why anybody would complain because it's exactly what we want from a Jason movie. Perfect. Of course, you, you look at the Rob Zombie Halloween and it's just a mess. It's just a whole bunch of his white trash garbage. I'm so scared for what he's going to do with the monsters. I'm so friggin' scared. Uh, he's just he's going to ruin that IP and it's going to be another 20 years before we can get the monsters back. Uh, it's unfortunate. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, the remakes. My vote is Friday the 13th. And I hope to be back on Versus real soon. I'm busy with some movie projects and things like that. Currently out and about trying to get a PS5. I'm having a ton of uh, fun adventures over on my channel. So go check me out if you get a chance. I do appreciate that if we have not had a chance to hang out before. And uh, Fat Samurai Guy, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of tonight's Versus. I love everybody on the panel. I don't know who's there. But I love them. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Master Chaos there, man. Michael love Myers was on Friday 13th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> he a little goof there. Uh, I like, I like how he also woods, said yeah. about the white trash. That made me laugh too. I was like, wow, I never really thought of that before, but they, they really are white trash. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos is funny. comedy. So there you go. Chaos is vote. All right, Owen, go for it. Yeah, well, for me, it's easy. It's Friday the 13th. Um, I hate pretty much everything about Rob Zombie's vision of Halloween. I hate what they did with it, particularly when like, I love Michael Myers and the original Halloween. I've watched it like you know, a thousand times. I watch it every year. Um, so, yeah, Friday the 13th is just a, a fun old school slasher flick. It doesn't do anything new. Who cares? I don't want it to do anything new. It's like a warm hug uh, with the machete. Um, so, 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 yeah, Friday all okay. week. All right, Nicholas. Yeah, you know, as a series, I think I would pick Halloween over Friday the 13th. But when it comes to these two movies, Friday, period. It, it wins easily, in my opinion. Like, I, I'm thinking about it. Which movie would I rather watch right now, Friday the 13th? All right, copy that. Tony. Oh, oh, nice oh. fake out. Nice fake out. Very nice, my friend. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Eric. 
Friday the 13th. All right. Just because. Just because. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Samurai Guy, well, Jason's got a motherfucking bow and arrow. I'm just, right. I'm just glad that Alex had my back. That's all I'm going to say right now. Okay? <laughs> it's the only reason oh, why no. I picked it. Oh, no, no. I'm like, the, I can't leave him in the dust. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Anubis and Alex. Oh, no, no, no. You were not alone, my friend. It's time for the internet poll. Check what? this out. Yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah, baby. The I'm internet right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Now. Thoughts on why the internet poll was so high? What do you guys think? Because uh, Halloween Kills is hot right now, or people legitimately like this version? What do you think? I think it's because it's part one and not part two. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think it's because I I read a lot on social media, and Rob Zombie takes a lot of heat and a lot of hatred. Mm -hmm. So I think some people have just come out of the woodwork to kind of throw him a bone. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I, I do think it's a better film of the two, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but yeah, this is interesting. This is why we do the internet poll as well. So it's kind it's of Rob and Sherry way. voting for themselves and just clicking. <laughs> 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 oh man! Well, this was a blast. This was a lot of fun hanging out with all of these awesome badasses. All of their information is in the description box below, baby. Y'all know what you need to do. You're going to subscribe. <laughs> You're going to follow. That's right. The Metal Tavern Podcast, son. It is the podcast of badassity. That's right. Keep an eye out for Alex Chung's movie projects coming out in the future. He is a badass martial artist. He can kill all of us in five seconds. That's right. He's a, he's a hardcore <laughs> stunt man. You can set him on fire. He'll walk through it. All right. Aaron, the cult of cinema. Subscribe. Follow the action. Elite. I'm doing a live video tonight. There you go. <laughs> For vinegar syndrome. He's got, Ooh, he's got great go. horror ranking tiers. Check those there out. There you go. Sure. Join that tonight. Yeah, watch that fun. And uh, follow the action. Elite Owen. That's right. Keep an eye out for Nicholas' future projects, especially Mr. Tony of the Dead's future films coming out. And, of course, October month is also going to be horror month on Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast's channel. So Mm -hmm. if you want to see horror films from other countries and be like, oh, shit, it's going down over there, y'all need to watch. That's right. And if you want to hang out with the Samurai Guy tomorrow, all you video game fans and movie fans, hang out with Samurai tomorrow with Radical Reggie. He's going to be hanging out with the Samurai Guy at 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. So hang out. We're going to have a lot of fun talking video games and how much I suck at them. <laughs> and once I start doing Let's Plays, it's going to be torture porn for a lot of people. Everybody's going to tune in and see constantly me dying over and over and over again, right? Uh, but yeah, always awesome to have these guys on the panel. And always awesome to have you guys watch and hang out with us and talking horror and discussing and having fun. Keep watching horror movies, baby. That's right. Represent. Keep enjoying horror films and the genre and we see all you badasses next time take care guys panel panel members don't go anywhere yet before we uh let's before i let you go take care guys